is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush. Jim goes, that was bad, bad throw by Jordan Love. <laughs> Turns back around. Next thing. That was an underthrown ball by Jordan Love. And I'm just like, oh so, my God, this guy's so in a swing on right. Jim. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, Piers, Jim Rutledge. Friday edition of Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Matt Hamilton still out sick. So we have downtown Molly Brown filling in. We yeah, are presented by Coors Light. The Mountains of Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush Coors Light. Get us to the show, 844-770-3776. Uh, we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Big sports week in the Badgers taking on Indiana. And I swear to God, if the Packers lose to the Rams, and I know I said that if they lost to the Broncos, someone should be fired. <laughs> I'm... You got to fire someone, right? I mean, if the Packers lose to the Rams, I think all bets are off on anyone coming back next year, including the floor, Goody, or Jordan Love. I think they're all on notice because if you're capable of losing to Brett Rippon uh, <laughs> and the Ram, a Rams team that's already mid, and the only reason they were mid is because they had Matthew Stafford, if you're going to lose that game, I, I don't think you're going to have many more wins on your schedule, and then you really have to start regretting not selling more players because yep. that's the other part of this, Molly. I want to know what this locker room looks like after they sold Sewell Douglas uh, out to Buffalo because he was a leader. And do these players now think that we are uh, quitting? So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I hate to say must win, but I kind of feel like um, Sunday's a must win for people to keep their jobs with the Packers. Uh, I'm so... I'm so- torn on it because it's like do i don't care if they win no no, no. I don't, i'm not torn don't on it. Care. i don't care if they win because like i've said before i just want to see improvement i want to see excitement but you know what the only thing that's going through my mind is how boring this game is probably going to be on sunday against the rams it's got to be so boring you know what let's go with that as our first iron jack poll question 844-770-3776 would you rather the packers game against the rams be interesting or a win. Exciting or a win. Okay. Like, would you rather have an exciting loss or a boring win? Ooh, love it. Because for me, when I talk about an exciting uh, loss, I'm talking about, like, Musgrave looks mm-hmm. good and Jordan Love looks good. and The every, defense looks good. Every young player is flashing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even care if uh, Devondre Campbell makes a play because he's not going to be here next year. I don't care about Aaron Jones making a play. I want to see, or A.J. Dillon, I want to see Dobbs and Watson mm-hmm. and Musgrave and all these other players make plays. If I'm a Packers fan, that honestly would be better. Like, I would care less, and maybe we could tighten a little bit, but I'd rather them, like, have an exciting game and lose, let's say, I don't know, 40 to 37. <laughs> oh, my Whoa, God. That's a lot of points. Is this Pac-12 after dark now? I know they're playing the Rams. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of exactly, as a Bears fan last year, there was a string of games where Justin Fields yep. and the Bears were the number one offense in the NFL. It was about five yeah. games. And Justin Fields was putting up 
Uh, four combined touchdowns, a couple games with his with his legs, and with throwing the ball, he one of his performances. Uh, some, I don't know if it was his cleats or the ball, whatever, is in the Hall of Fame as yep. the biggest rushing performance ever by a, a quarterback in an NFL game. And the Bears were losing those games, but it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it was frustrating because they were losing because you felt it was earlier and it was right around this time of the year where you're like, well, things could turn and maybe you could compete for the playoffs. I think it was a little bit before the trade deadline because they had this little run where they were really close in these games. Then they traded for Trace Claypool. Obviously, that was a disaster. So it's probably like a little bit before this, but there was a run of about five or six weeks where the Bears' offense was exhilarating. It was exciting, and that kept that saved Justin Fields' job. Now, I don't think he's going to be able to save it again, but that saved his job and gave him the opportunity to start this season as the Bears' starting quarterback. And I think Jordan Love needs a run like that to have any opportunity to be able to start next season as the Packers starting quarterback. So 844-770-3776. Would you rather would you prefer an exciting loss or a boring win? Because Packers aren't going to the playoffs. Like we we Well, should, you just said it yourself. This is the point of the season that they could still turn it around. But they but and we did this last year, but they had Aaron Rodgers, but mm-hmm. they can't turn it around. Like they're not good enough. Yeah. I don't care. Like this isn't just about being flat or injured. They're just not good enough. So at this point <laughs> You want the worst case scenario is like a bunch of boring wins and you end up with six wins. If you end up with four wins or five wins and the team is exciting in the rest of the games, yep. that's a better scenario. Like you'd rather the young players flash at this point, regardless of wins and losses, than trying to grind out a win. It's so crazy how your perception of the season changes as the season goes on because it's like so many of these games I looked at heading into the season is like, wow, these are like pretty easy games i like i think me and matt when i actually filled in on the show we ran through the entire schedule and i was like they could actually end up with eight wins and not even shocked by it but now i'm just looking at the rest of it like even though these teams aren't that good i'm just looking like rams mm, i don't know if they're gonna win that don't really think they're gonna win all right wait hold on let's uh oh. let's play tinder time schedule game and molly <laughs> oh, can play goodness. i'll run down the schedule okay. for you molly you're gonna tell me what you think the packers record is going to uh end up at okay. if you like it swipe right if you dislike it swipe left it's tinder time so I guess for the this one, you're going to swipe right if you think they're going to win. Yep. And then swipe left if you think they're going to lose. Yep. So we'll start it off here. Packers hosting the Rams Sunday noon at Lambeau Field. Swipe left. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, like, I think this game is going to be so ugly. Oh, yeah. So ugly. Uh, then we got the Packers, and this one I would swipe left on, yep. going to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Left. You have the Chargers coming to Lambeau Field on November 19th. See, it's funny. This is one of those games that I'm like, what if this is just that sneaky random one that they absolutely should not win, but they do? But then I don't have enough faith in this team to think that. So I'm going to swipe left. See, I want this with the Packers as we look at it. I think they're going to beat the Rams and then lose every game until they place the Gi- they, until they face the Giants. Because next up, You they- still think they're going to beat the Oh, okay. We'll talk when we get there. It's all about ripping. <laughs> Brett, Brett, Brett Rippin is not like a professional quarterback. So. I still have Cooper Cup. I is know. He playing? But he they, is playing. Okay. They don't have a professional quarterback uh, playing for them. So I, they've got like Aaron Donald going up against Jordan Love. I don't like that. Like Pukanakua. Pukanakua, yeah. the star out of BYU. But fifth rounder. Rippin is thro- that was Stafford throwing. Oh, they can give him jet sweeps. I mean, they can get the ball in his hands. The Packers defense will allow it. <laughs> who's, the, who's the Rams running back now? <laughs> like, like you say. Like Packers even, I'll allow that. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> I mean, literally, they allow everything now. The running back, exactly. I believe it's um, 
It's like an undrafted guy. They got rid of Cam Akers. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say Cam saw, Akers saw was there Cam last Akers, week. Yeah, we saw him play. Yes. And he yeah. murdered the Packers, too. Yes, he did. Oh, and he's not even good. Well, he's I, not that good this season. Don't even try to defend him. All right. All right. Now you got the Lions, November 23rd. That's a loss. That's a th- Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, 11.30 a.m. That's interesting. Wow. And that's in Detroit. It's the Thanksgiving games. They always play. The first game is always at 11.30 a.m. Because they're like longer halftime shows. They're longer games. Okay. I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Who's the halftime show for that? Do we know? Uh, it's going to be, um, yes, it's Jack Harlow, I believe. Oh, yes. yes. They showed him. Uh, yeah, that might be the most exciting thing about that game for us. Yeah, I guess Eminem was unavailable. I don't know. <laughs> it's Detroit. You would think he'd be there. <laughs> you, you, uh, I would say that I kind of would want like a throwback. Wasn't it Detroit Thanksgiving halftime when Creed was performed? That, no, that was the Cowboys. Cowboys that was the Cowboys okay. game. Like, take me higher. Yeah, they that was like when him. Creed is now back yes. into the zeitgeist. They should bring it back, the performance where he gets lifted up. Well, if the Vikings were uh, playing on Thanksgiving, oh, that'd be yeah, their halftime show. There you, yeah, uh, or the Rangers, right? Obviously, they're not, but the Rangers baseball team. Yeah, yeah. They, that they was like, that's mm-hmm. what brought it back. I love that stuff. What was it? The St. Louis, uh, um, what's the hockey team all of a sudden? The Blues. The Blues used uh, Gloria, uh, the 1980 song. Yeah, as yeah. Their, uh, he'll find it for you after Sing this. Sing it we, for me. Uh, no. <laughs> Come no. on, prime time. And I then don't we know got it either. The Chiefs at Lambeau Field. It's an L. Again, is that one of those sneaky ones that I'm like, holy crap, the Packers could win it? Why would you think they're going to lose to the Rams and then beat the Chiefs? I don't know. Because football's weird. The NFL is very weird. Like, okay. I'm really I know, putting but like, that it's more of like, year. what would you put money on? And you, you should oh, be I'm... putting money on the weird. Like, yes, there could be a weird one, but you would just kind of chalk it up like, you wanted to do the rest of their win total this year of like, hey, I feel like good. They're going to win two games. I'm going to throw a third in there because they'll win a weird one. And without picking a weird one, that's another thing. So the that's Gi- Sunday night Because you could go too. the other way. The, in New York, that's a weird one the Packers could lose. The Packers are losing that one. You think they're going to lose to the Giants? Yes. Then they host Tampa. I don't like that one either. See, this is, this is the problem. I think they could literally lose out the rest at, of their season. Carolina. Uh, Again, another one. Christmas Eve. Don't love that. The Panthers, like, at that point, they're. <laughs> am I crazy? I love how you're just throwing Christmas Eve. Like, it's like it's this harbinger of death. Because for the there's, something, there's something there with holiday games. I don't like the holiday games. I love it for myself. I don't love it for the this team. This year, uh, <laughs> the Packers, for all holidays, like, you get nothing and like it. Exactly. New Year's Eve against the Minnesota Vikings. They're not winning that one either. The weekend, the people were probably trick or treating. Take it out. <laughs> Thanksgiving, take it out. Christmas, they did. did. Tell me I'm wrong. And then the New Year's Eve, it's got to be a loss. Packers (laughs) play the Vikings. I'm sorry. One of the the only game, and even this one, I'm a little bit uh, eerie about. When the Bears come to Lambeau, that might be the only game that they win for the rest of the season. There's a good chance that the Bears coaching staff will be like, "Hey, we know we're fired." So like that could just be kind of. They could pull like uh, the Lovey Smith. No, I meant more the other way of like nobody cares. Because I would imagine that Chicago could be in a very similar situation of Green Bay, which is like, we kind of would prefer to lose, depending yeah. on what Carolina does. To lose and the Bears have a top two pick, I think they'd be more inclined to want to win that football game. But that could be one of those games where if Justin Fields has a hangover, uh, or a hangnail, excuse me, is what I meant, they're going to be like, you know, just shut it down. So they have 10 more games the rest of the season, yeah. the Packers do. And they have two wins right now? None for me. No, I'm saying in general. Oh. Yes. Do you think they get six? Polly's <laughs> like, no. like, I'm taking games away. <laughs> they deserve those wins. I mean, am I wrong? Um, Do they get to six? No. No. No, they don't. 
Hey, what? It's possible. I'm not going to say for sure. I mean, guys could still it's get possible, hurt. It's possible, like, yeah, pigs can po- grow wings okay. and fly? It, possible? It's 50-50. I'd say it's 50-50. Like, you te- players on other teams could get hurt, so the Packers win? Players on other teams could get hurt. The Packers could get hurt Honestly, even more. I the mean, biggest thing the Packers would have going for them was, like, towards the end, could you have a Vikings team that doesn't care? Carolina. Now, Carolina's going to want to win because it's not. they don't have their first pick. So the last thing they want to do is give Chicago the number one overall pick. Because it's just going to yeah. look horrendous on yeah. their end of it. Uh, the Vikings and Tampa and the Giants and the Bears, the last five games could all be teams that do not care. So realistically, after the Chiefs game, the Packers season most likely is just kind of like a whatever. Because mm-hmm. now it's just about motivation. And the people are going to show up because they're professionals. But I think that's one thing when you talk about Goody and tracking the performance of Jordan Love. If he starts playing well in the last five games, you probably have to take into account that, like, Giants are, you know, what if the Giants are cooked and they're not trying because their season's over and in mm-hmm. Tampa and Carolina would be the one game where they will be trying. Minnesota, if their season's cooked with no Kirk Cousins, and in Chicago, if their season's cooked, you could just be facing a lot of teams that just don't really care to be there. So mm-hmm. it, it does muddy the waters in the Jordan Love uh, evaluation. And I was having this discussion, and it did make me laugh, Molly. And I, I, this is another thing here where I look at the um, – I brought it up on Twitter that all like the Jordan Love defenders out there are spewing out the exact same things that every Bears fan said uh, early in Mitch Trubisky and, and Justin Fields' careers as – and unironically blaming everyone else but the quarterback. Yep. But when they were fans of the Packers, they were unquestionably, uh, without a doubt, full-on quarterback experts that Trubisky and Fields were terrible. And my point is – the hypocrisy is hilarious because I guess I don't know for sure if Jordan Love's done, but if you're saying the same things that to defend your bad quarterback that another team was saying to defend their bad quarterback, you probably should look in the mirror and say, oh, wait, I think we have a bad quarterback. Why do you think a lot of Packer fans are so defensive of Jordan Love? Like, Is it because we don't want to admit, like, hey, this might not be the third straight quarterback to be awesome? I think it's every fan base wants their quarterback to succeed. So it's not unique to the Packers. It's it's just unique in the idea that they haven't had to do this in forever. So they're the only ones eating crow. Mm-hmm. Because other teams, it's like, okay, we've had bad quarterbacks. We just do it over and over again. But the Packers were kind of like on, Packer fans were rightfully on like a mount, mountaintop looking down at the rest of us. 100%, yeah. And now they're all in the slop with us. And they're looking around like they're still better than us, mm-hmm. but they're with all the rest of us. I will say, quarterback I, hell. I don't, I, I don't like want to defend Jordan Love by any means because I do think that he is part of the problem. I, I think there's a bunch of problems, and I don't think Jordan Love is the only problem. But I will say, I only give him like a little bit of the benefit of the doubt just because I think the situation he's walked into is unfortunate. Like, I think the way that he was brought into Green Bay is unfortunate that you kind of look at Jordan Love like, hey, you're the reason why we got rid of Devontae Adams. You're the reason we got rid of Aaron Rodgers, like that whole thing, even though that's not his fault. Uh, so, I, I think fans I think fans are defensive of him because of that. So I do think he gets it in a good way that I think most mm-hmm. fans are willing to give a pass on that. Different than even Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers had like a tough... There's yeah. a lot of people that still want it far mm-hmm. here. I think Jordan Love has been the beneficiary of a lot of people wishing him well because... It's also hard to see, and it's been a long time since the Packers have had a busted quarterback. It is weird, and it is hard to grasp someone who seems like a good guy, mm-hmm. works really hard, seems like a leader, and is just stinky. And here's the thing with Jordan Love. What I feel, and I actually think he's going to play well against the Rams, but what I feel mm-hmm. is going to happen 
is the the issue that it happens here with Jordan Love is that we know his ceiling. He is not an elite quarterback. If he was a better quarterback, you would have seen more flashes. We have not mm-hmm. seen any flashes of elite from Jordan Love at all. Even during the games he was playing well, at no point was someone like, he is elite. Yeah. He And so, and I, we have not seen it's even gotten worse. If you're elite at something, then you should flash. I mean, Lamar Jackson flash. Hell, I mean, again, Justin Fields is not an elite quarterback, but he was elite at running the football, and you saw that. And Josh Allen, even in his rookie year when he wasn't playing as well, showed elite flashes. And you saw these players show elite flashes. So realistically, you might have Brock Purdy, Alex Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill back there, but that's not irreplaceable, nor is it willing to invest into the future because all those teams all want to replace those guys as Mm -hmm. fast as possible. So you might have a guy who's an average NFL quarterback, and then you give him maybe subpar coaching and subpar players, and now he's bad. That's not what you want to go going forward. So, like, I think no matter what, if you built up the team around Jordan Love, you got, then you have a competent NFL quarterback. But then you have to, and this is the problem with Jordan Love in Green Bay. You have to pay him. Right now, they're paying him as a backup. If Jordan Love starts to play a little better, now you have to pay him starter money. He's getting paid backup money. Starter money is 20, 25 million. Now, you can't build players around him because you have to pay him. And so the clock on Jordan Love was the other problem I had that he had going against them. Because we all focus on all the negatives for Jordan Love. Oh, the, the Matt LaFleur maybe not a great play caller, and the young guys are all young around him. He also has the benefit that almost no young quarterback has, being able to learn an offense for three and a half years. Same coach, same OC essentially, with LaFleur being the one that's designing these plays, and being able to learn all the mechanics. Like Those are all positives. Like People forget that... Yes, he's a first-year starter, but looked at most teams, their their quarterback, the the head coach is fired after year one or two, and then they have to reset. Jordan didn't have to reset his offense; he didn't have to reset because when you get a new offense, you have to learn your footwork in that new offense and your mechanics in that new offense. Jordan Love has had to do; he should have hit the ground running, which he did for a game and a half, and then it's been downhill mm-hmm. since then. And so that's where I get that maybe he gets more time to write him off that he can't play in this league. But he doesn't get more time to write to try to write a story that he's anything but maybe just a a, a, uh, a uh, just a guy or as Chris Orr called him, a, and this isn't exactly right for him, but a NARP, a non-athletic regular person. Like he's not a non-athletic <laughs> regular person, but he's like okay. just a, just a guy. I used the term Jag. He's just a guy in the NFL, and I think Jordan Love is not a bum, but I think he's just a guy at quarterback. Infinitely, he's just incredibly replaceable, and unfortunately, the Packers. Didn't do enough to set him up for success. So, what do you think is their next move? Like, do they try to get... Do they get another quarterback in this next draft? Do you want them to? I'm I don't asking know. You. That's why... Like, I, I think everybody's simple solution is, oh, the Packers should get Caleb Williams if they can. Packers should get a quarterback. They should get a quarterback. But what about all the other problems? There's more problems than just Jordan Love. Yeah, but the quarterback is the whole. Yes, it's a big. Bi- it's a big problem. But what about everything else? What about Joe Barry? So the defense is going to have to be all brand new next year. What happens if Matt Lafleur loses his job? So that's all brand new. If uh, Matt Lafleur loses his job, nobody's coming in here and saying I want Jordan Love as my quarterback. If Matt Lafleur loses his job, Jordan Love is done does, with the Packers what, immediately. What does the team do then? They you have to start over. The team is all new. You bring in a new head coach. It's all the a lot of those guys are going to go. A and do you, of, do you think if Matt Lafleur's gone, is Brian Gutekunst gone? No. 
Goody's going to get the longest leash. So then he's just going to mess it up with the next coach? That could be the case, but that that's just how the breaks go. Daniel Sloth chimes in and kind of proves his, his my whole point here. Uh, first, he said Packers suck. They should tank for a top five pick and take Marvin. I would love that. Stupid if you have Jordan Love. Yes. That's the problem. Yep. You can't. Because then you're just going to ruin wide receiver. Right. A great wide receiver. And again, all you have to do is look to the south and see talented receivers not do well with bad quarterbacks. And it doesn't matter. A quarterback can't lift a receiver to that sort of level. Uh, I mean, a receiver can't lift a quarterback to the to a certain mm-hmm. level. There's, they can make their life a little easier, but Jalen Hurts was already trending in a better direction than Jordan Love has shown at all uh, when they added A.J. Brown. If Devontae Adams was in Green Bay with Jordan Love as his quarterback, would he be in a better or worse situation than he is in Las Vegas Ooh, like prior that. to the coaches getting fired? It's probably the same. Okay. I don't think it's better. I cannot say it's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the other part of it was, do we have a busted QB or do we have an organization run so bad that Rodgers covered up everything? But exactly. that's the point. Mm-hmm. Rodgers covered up everything because he's good. Jordan Love sucks, and so he can't cover anything up. So, yes, he is part of the poop pile that is the Green Bay Packers offense. It's just Aaron Rodgers was a great air freshener. Was Rodgers right? What was his point? What do you mean? Like what? I mean, you asked if Rodgers was right, but like, what was he like, trying to be right on? Like, was Rodgers right just with everything? Not. E- I mean, it's not like he just straight out came and said, like, Brian Gutekunst sucks, I hate him. But, like, um, was he just right in the way... The, like, I don't know how to describe this, but just how he treated the Green Bay Packers and everything that went along with it. Was he right in those actions based on what we're now seeing from the franchise? See, I, I get what you're saying. I think Aaron Rodgers was right in the idea that the Green Bay Packers didn't want him here. That they wanted their guys to prove that they were smarter than everyone else. That's and I think that's what Aaron sensed, which is, oh, by the way, you pull... My show after the Packers drafted Jordan Love, and when they drafted Jordan Love, I said the pick was hubris. They thought they were smarter than everyone else. They reached for a quarterback, and they thought that they're the ones that will outsmart the entire league, and it reeked of Mitch Trubisky. And right now, Packer fans, you wish Jordan Love was as good as Mitch Trubisky was in Chicago. He ain't even close right now. And I'm not talking about wins and losses. I'm talking about actual production. Talent. On the football field. Uh, Jordan Madison chimes in. If the defense gives up 40 points to Rippon, Barry should be launched from a cannon out of the stadium. Joe Barry's a problem, <laughs> but so is LaFleur and this offense. Yep. Do not give the pass to the offense and Jordan Love and all the offensive players and Matt LaFleur just because Joe Barry's been worse longer. It's all bad in Green Bay. And it better look good. The Rams better get beat handily by the Packers because they are a bad football team and the Packers should be able to beat them. If the Packers lose to the Rams, now you're talking about a epically bad football team in the Green Bay Packers. And then you're, you're putting on, at the end of the year, LaFleur gets fired and Jordan Love is moved to backup. Like That's what starts. Right now, I still think the Packers are trending that Jordan Love's going to have a few more good games. They're going to win about six games and that's how the season's going to end up. I'll tell you what, though. Good, bad, or ugly, you should go to Rooster Steakhouse in Middleton. they got the best happy hour in Madison, the sizzle, swizzle, and swirl happy hour. Go there, get yourself an old-fashioned, or get yourself a Coors Light. Have a steak sandwich or the fried calamari, and enjoy yourself at Madison's best-kept happy hour. Go say hi to Lee over at Rooster Steakhouse. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
let this run. Yeah. Or a breakdown. I did this song. <laughs> is this, what is this? And I would do it. My Gloria. daughter is Magnolia, so I would switch it out to Magnolia instead of Gloria. You kind of. Here okay. it comes. Here, crank it now. Crank it now, like we're in St. Louis. So the Rams would, or not the Rams, the Blues would sing to you in their locker room. It's like this is like their. This is their hype song. Yeah, I would <laughs> yeah. so rather listen to Creed. It's got, it's got, you gotta have, a, it's got a Jean Jacques. It's got a. Well, it sounds like the, the let's get physical, physical. It's of the same era, yes. What's the name of the uh, Philadelphia rapper that the Eagles listen to? Meek Mill? Meek Mill. This is their Meek Mill. That's what this is. This is their. Uh, levels? Yeah, levels. <laughs> levels to Gloria. Interesting. What would be your hype song? I don't, you know, 844-770-3776, what would be your... Halftime hype song. <laughs> halftime hype song. Mitch and Stoughton says, let's go, let it run. It grows on you, Molly. So. I mean, it's not a bad song. I'm just not getting let's all get jazzed up to hit the let's ice go. again. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, I want to go smash somebody into glass after that one. No. Watching the like the videos of this is so 80s, too. Like If you watch it, it's just like, oh, what yeah. is Leg going... Warmers. Oh, yeah, but also like... There's just an air of like an aura of like drugs and just like (laughs) 80s in the video. Like this is just like listen to the words of the song. It's like stop just calling when stop going to meet any guy that calls you and like have a plan and like just stop like drifting through life, Gloria. Like if you listen to the words, it's kind of a sad song because it's like hey, like stop just you know floating through life like a bag in the wind and just like set like be something for yourself. Let's go hit some guys now. Come on, boys. Well, hockey's yeah, about no. skill. So what is it? So uh, let's fire up some Creed. Maybe we ask, okay. like, what is... Uh, can you take me? How- you don't even need to fire it up. I can just sing it for you. Creed stinks. Gloria <laughs> is no. a musical masterpiece. Creed is brutal. What do you think Jordan Love listens to? Because his play obviously doesn't improve. Well, I guess it gets a little bit better. They get first downs in the second half. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Wrong answers only. What does Jordan Love listen to before... <laughs> A football game. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Wrong answers only. What does Jordan Love listen to before the Packers start? Or what do the Packers listen to? Let's even make it more like that. Uh, I want to do it like this as well. What should the Packers listen to before the game okay. so they can score a point or score a touchdown Ooh. in the first half? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We should uh, let's throw it on the poll. See if people answer. They're not the best. I want to. You have to actually put a song in there. Okay. But I just want to say, like, let's ask a question. What song should the Packers listen to to get them hyped so they actually can score a damn point in the first half? <laughs> it's four games, right? A, a touchdown. Four uh, games. Five games. Five games. Five games. Five games. <laughs> five times. I feel like the guy in Ferris Bueller. Five yeah. times. Yeah. Nine <laughs> times. So yeah. Five games without a touchdown, we got to change up their hype music. So, what should the Packers listen to before they take on the Rams so they can score a touchdown in the first half? 844 770 3776. Go find some Creed. Give me some, uh, uh, fire up some. Hold on. Do you want me to post this poll or find music? You got to pick one of the other. Post the poll in the break. (laughs) Find music right now. Do two things at once. They got to play like DMX or something like, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's not (laughs) Wolf Wolf. He barked. 
works. Yeah, but it's more like a. No, not a oh, does not he? a wolf, wolf. It's not Clifford the big red DMX dog. <laughs> Goodness gracious! You can tell she's got young child at home. Wolf. He totally barks. He barks, not wolves. Wait, DMX? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wolf. Play some DMX. Clean version. X uh, gonna give it to you. Wolf, wolf. About half the song. Is Molly. that how the song goes? <laughs> no, X he gonna give it to you. He wolf, totally wolf. does. He goes, X gonna give it to you. Root, root. You gotta get deeper. He's got like a growl. Say with your chest. Come on. That was with my chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to your toes then. You gotta say it. <laughs> wolf. Goodness okay. gracious. This part of the song would not yeah, get this me is, this is it. This is I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> I started with the higher part, but then Mo- Molly was woofing over the top of it. <laughs> Got you hyped, though. Let's hear it. Oh, man. I think I'm more like whoop, whoop, whoop. That's how uh, Molly's no, doing that right like, now. No, that's like whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. <laughs> how many more? That's uh, another good one. All right. Be that part's great. Yes. No, this is horrendous. <laughs> so bad. Horrendous? Who's worse, Nickelback or Creed? Oh, man. Probably Creed, because I don't Creed. know as many Creed songs. Yeah, this is the only Creed song <laughs> exactly. I know, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, Adam and Stone chimes in. The Packers have been listening to Loser by Beck. So, so for the poll, should we throw out Nickelback? No, here's what I got. No, I got okay. it. Should the Packers listen to Creed before their game against the Rams? Packer- Just Creed? Yes, because that pe- that's the Rangers and the Vikings. I think enough sports fans know. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's just go. So the Packers listen to Creed before the Rams game, so they score a touchdown (laughs) in the first half. Add that text, add that context. All right. Um, I like that one. So I'm a loser, baby. Why don't you kill me? There's a song that Adam and Stoughton is is referencing there. Do you know that one? Uh, Yes, I do. Thank you. In the town Um, of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. What? That's the word of the song. In the town of a chimpanzees, I was a monkey. That's how the song starts. Oh, I only know, I'm a loser, baby. I only know, like, the main part of the The song. The refrain? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of other songs. All right, I, I, Ryan I and Madison chimes in with Die Antwood Fat Booty Boom. I don't know. Nothing from what? Die Antwood. That that band is is hectic and unhinged. Uh, so Daniel like, Sloth chimes in with yeah, Packers probably good. listen to Carrie Underwood's song Jesus Take the Wheel. <laughs> is that Matt LaFleur's <laughs> Jesus Take the Playbook? That was like, halftime adjustments. <laughs> Jesus Christ, will someone call a good play? <laughs> That's what should be happening in the game. Goodness, that's what every Packer fan was saying. Run some cross formation, guys. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, whatever formation gets you into there. Oh, Jesus cross. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. Did you just catch that? I knew it. Okay. I didn't get what you were saying, I'm honestly. I was just saying, I don't, whatever gets you some points. I just don't know how the formation works. Uh, the Yard Possum from Lake Mills chimes in. Rage Against the Machine. Cowboys from Hell. Rage Against the Machine's fun. Hmm. Fun? No, really. Like yeah. Comp- no, no. I don't I mean like their music is them. fun. Uh, They're a fun group. But no, like I mean that's a fun little group to listen to. I would say before a game. Do you know who Rage Against the Machine is? Yes. I've never in my life heard them described as a fun little group. Like to listen to their music would be you. fun before it's the just, game. It's just more funny. fun than Creed. Right. Like Creed is not. But fun. I would say like. Rage Against the Machine is like, it's in the name. Like, it would get you raging. It would get you, yeah. like, amped for it. It's just funny, the description of, like, I don't think anyone, like, if I was on a rock station, you'd be like, I got a fun new band for you. Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Smile. Like, that's that's what I was. Fair point. Fair point. Um, oh, I'm- and uh, Yard Pasta says it's Pantera, and a lot of people are chiming on that. So, wrong, wrong, but that was uh, the Yard Possum. So. What's Pantera? Cowboys from Hell, not Rage Against the Machine. Oh, 
So just uh, to clarify that, I'm not an expert on Rage Against Machine or Pantera. How many poll questions do we have? Well, we're just going to put one up. Should the Packers <laughs> listen to Creed beforehand? But we are asking you, 844-770-3776, what song should the Packers listen to before the Rams game so they score a damn touchdown in the first half? Ryan, I'm going to call you up before Jim does. <laughs> No, what do you do? <laughs> first, wow. our, uh, check us out at ESPN Madison. Our first Iron Dog poll on at Jim and Matt. Would you prefer an exciting loss or a boring win for the Packers this week? Exciting loss or boring wing? Are your oh, oh my god, prime <laughs> <laughs> time. <A> boring wing. <laughs> you are boring wings, bland, flavorless wings. I would Take rather have me boring. Yeah, on some boring that's, wings. That's a boring wing. I'll tell you that right now. That is a boring wing. Canopy Wealth Management <laughs> takes the time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits in generic mold, neither should your financial plan at Canopy. Their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals. They work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to Canopy-Wealth.com and get started with them today. That's Canopy-Wealth.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Kill the headlight. The season's in neutral. Dumpster fire flaming with the offense in cruise control. Barry's in trouble with an overhyped D. Got a couple of coaches asleep on the love seat. Wildy came and saying I'm insane to proclaim that the Packer playoff team and that D-Bock would be playing. Don't believe everything that I breathe. For three years running, I said this is a Super Bowl team. So I'll save some face with a shot in the dark. Josh from Heartland, better octaves than Mark. Yo. Book it. So I was off before. The pack's a loser, baby. Tell us wrong about the playoffs. Double barrel buckshot. So. Yikes. I may be <laughs> it's not more. his best work, guys. <laughs> the pack's a loser, baby. Free falling for Caleb. So here's the problem with it. I would say that he's trying to sing it. Like, the song is more like In the Town of the Chimpanzees, I was a monk. You know, like, it's more of like a spoken word thing. And <laughs> then he thinks, So I'm a loser, baby. So why don't you kill? He's singing it like he's Frank Sinatra there. He's like, <laughs> In the Town of Chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Like, so you gotta, like, it's spoken word. This is Roger Hamilton, <laughs> also spoken word. Presented by Coors Light. The mounds are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush Coors Light. That's Molly Brown, Matt Hamilton, out sick again. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. We are asking you. Should the Packers listen to some Creed pregame so they actually can score some points? Again, they scored points. I wanted the touchdown, right? It's five games on a touchdown. They have scored points in the first half. Uh, they've scored nine combined points in the last five. five games. I think it's fair to just say score any points. What's the What's the average of that? Uh, five, it'd be 1.8. Brandon yep. Bob chimes in on uh, or Robert <laughs> Schmelter chimes in on Twitter with the gif from Kevin Hart and Jumanji. I would rather die. So... <laughs> <laughs> Same. But the Packers need to score some points. Matt in the greenhouse chimes in. Goody's hype song. Let's get this party started by the Black Eyed Peas. Get this. Wait. No, wait. That was pink. I was just singing. Uh, let's get it, no, let's get it started. That's, that's Let's get it started. I had to change the word because the yes. original song uh, was typed in by Matt in the greenhouse, which we do not 
uh, stay on the air. So let's get it started by uh, Black Eyed Peas. Pink could work the, there too, though. Yes, you, you could. I'm coming out. Better so you better get this party, party started. started. You got to finish it. I'm coming out. I'm Eight, coming. 844-770-3776. chimes in. Under Pressure by Queen. Mm. And then you have Ryan and Madison chiming in with Daft Punk rolling and scathing. Scrathing? I don't know. Isn't I don't know Daft Punk just like instrumentals? It's not even words? Or am I wrong? It's like, don't they have the song Get Lucky? It's like, um, that's like all instrumental. Yeah, I don't really, maybe that one's a hype one. I don't know. Let's get it started in here. And the song is roll, <laughs> Rolling and Scratchy is uh, the song there from Ryan and Madison. Rolling and Scratching? Is that what his dog was in two free games? <laughs> 844 We didn't ask Ryan what you do before the games. 844 the Packers give me hives, all right? <laughs> Watching this offense. Uh, give us a song. Give us a hype song that would actually help the Packers score a touchdown in the first half. It's been five games. That's too long. Five games. And uh, Sadler and Pat McAfee show chimes in. Packers pump up song should be Mama Sit Knock You Out by LL Cool J. That's a great one, actually. That is a good one. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Just ask LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool James. Just, you know, that's how it goes. Cool James? That's what it stands for. Ladies love Cool James. LL Cool oh. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. We think I was just speaking to third person here? <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Ladies love cool jams. Just making a declaration. That's all. Did not know what that was. Okay. Uh, the Adam Madison chimes in. The Packers need to listen to the audiobook Football for Dummies. Uh, 844-770-3776. How you get into the show? Oh! Molly just knocked herself out right now. She just hit her head on the microphone. You don't have to actually act out. <laughs> the song. Ryan and Madison is asking uh, for the techno song from Daft Punk. So yeah, you can song? find that. It's the okay. rolling and scratching. Oh, like that it. one's a tech. That one's techno. Daft Punk is more techno. Yeah, I would say that they are. Oh, I don't know what you'd call them. Yeah, I thought Daft Punk was the one that was just instrumental. He's saying they're like a techno sort of like oh. group. I don't know instrumental techno. I don't know. I do know I like LL Cool J. Uh, that's a good one there from LL Cool J. Uh, I also know, you know what, that's one that I would listen to at Carbon World Health. And I am the fittest, healthiest, and lightest I've been in years, thanks to the team at Carbon World Health, part of the workout team, also with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez. Uh, I've been able to see my fitness and strength increase steadily. Now I'm seeing weight loss like I've never expected, thanks to semi-glutide. I'm dropping fat, not muscle, with this game-changing, FDA-approved weight loss treatment. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com today to learn more. It's the best and safest place in town to get semi-glutide. Don't try to order it online. Don't sell some rando. Go see Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and make sure it's right for you. This would be great for carbon. Oh, my gosh. Do you run on the treadmill at carbon? I did the other day because usually you work in some cardio at the beginning of the end. That's like what I picture you running to right here. It's a little slow to run to. Really? I think it's, I think it's building. I think Still the beat's building. about to drop. Because <laughs> this is like a four on the treadmill. It's I have a, a feeling slow. this is going to go for like three more minutes. This is fast walking? <laughs> right. This is what I do when I power walk. Yeah. Right? Just like bouncing back there. Yeah, you just pick. This is what the floor walks out to. <laughs> he looks like my seven-month-old child when I'm like just shaking his arms. <laughs> that's how. That's how prime times. You look like you're leading an aerobics class yeah, in 1980. 100%. <laughs> All right. Now step to the left. Step to the right. Hands up. Knees up. 
All right. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. work uh it is fish friday so we're gonna play some fish songs on a friday fish fried day you can have a fish fry you could get fried while listening to the fish whatever it is you want to do but this song right now like this could be this is at least a a pump up song i think i've heard this song this song is what it's uplifting for the packers they can listen to this before the game not everything has to be angry i feel like before you go out there primetime war sounds only listening to murdering songs they're not trying to go out and murder someone that's football they're trying to have a good maybe this open up let's open up their minds man call some creative plays this is like them sitting in the hot tub after the game so wait is this what mike mcdaniel listens to free game then they do they don't do that i don't know they don't don't sit in the hot tub together the group hot tub session after Bad. the game? I don't know. <laughs> Ice bath? These are large men. It'd be a bit large. I feel like two of them could fit in a hot tub. I, I, depends you what right? we're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> don't you just picture them just like chilling in the hot tub? <laughs> no, I've never in my life thought of any Green Bay Packer just chilling in the hot tub, to be honest. I don't know. Since I watched like quarterback show on Kirk Cousins, he sat in a big tub. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think about it more with the Vikings, more maybe on a boat in a hot tub. Whoa! Uh, something whoa! Like that. Whoa! <laughs> Goodness, this is it's not after dark yet. <laughs> this is not Rutledge and Hamilton after dark. In two weeks, we can make that joke. What about... Uh, 40 minutes will make that joke. It'll be dark. True. Uh, here on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light Live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. Uh, Jer from Sun Prayer chimes in. Packers have been listening to Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. Who are the Pixies? They sound soft. <laughs> well, she said they, he said that they have been listening to it, not that they oh, should. Oh, they have been. Oh, okay. So, well, it tracks. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I've been, I've been listening to Chris Orr on Rutledge and Hamilton dude, way too dude, much. Soft. <laughs> They're narps. Not athletic, not athletic regular people. Pixies sound like narps. <laughs> they do. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I get them mixed up with the pixie chicks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I think they're just the chicks now. You're right. But that's why I said Pixie. <laughs> they don't want to be associated, and rightfully so, with uh, Dixie. So, uh, 844-770-3776, how you can get into the show. Give us a hype song for the Green Bay Packers, because they need one, because they haven't scored a touchdown in the first half in five games. Pathetic. Five games is pathetic. That is a long, long time, and they barely scored points. That thud from Dan Carls- or, yeah, Daniel Carlson's kick... For the Green Bay Packers, or Anders <laughs> yeah. Carlson, Anders yes. Carlson's yeah. kick, uh, you know, just uh, resonated throughout the stadium. It Boom. was so bad. And then the fact that he got another try, like the Vikings were, I know this wasn't a Vikings thing with that one, but that game, the Vikings were giving every single opportunity to the Packers to win that game. Am I wrong? No. Like the Packers had literally every opportunity to win, and yet they still can't do it. Especially in the fourth quarter. Yes. And they blocked a field goal and made the backup quarterback fumble. Back to back drives. It's, it's tough. Uh, you can read that one if you want to, Molly. 844 770 3776. He's asking about your famous meme, Robin Madison is. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Well, answer, that read out and answer the question. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, well, I'm trying to read. He has like 10 messages. Yeah, the bottom one. Is that the chick that has the resting B face when you go with cranky Packer moments? Honestly, totally. Yeah. I kind of wish. Molly is that chick. I kind of wish that Jim would have gotten a photo of me actually at Lambeau Field experiencing it because there was a moment during the game that Jim turned to me and said, I got to see the real meme face come to life. Yeah, that's what prompted me to ask. I said, you got to show the folks from Express your <laughs> the actual meme we have of you because, uh, yeah, I did multiple times. It wasn't one time, but I wasn't no. just going to be like, snap a picture of you. Because <laughs> it's not. it'd be hard for me to like, I can't just subtly just snap a random photo of you. And then if I set it up for it, it you're not going to have it anymore. Yes, so totally. it just, it ha- someone else would natural. have had to have taken it. Totally. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but you did. You were uh, in your natural... <laughs> Uh, resting, I would say Packers face. How can your face? <laughs> how can your face not look like that when you're watching the Packers games though this season? You can just look absolutely sad. Uh, I mean, should I just, we change it to resting Packers face? Yeah, that's a good 100%. one. That's a good one. Resting watching the Packers face is what, <laughs> what Molly uh, Brown has. The boys need some Bay Area thrash uh, from Mike and Madison. Testaments, practice what you uh, preach. So I, be honest, Bay Area thrash is not in my wheelhouse. Of music that I listen to. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying I don't know it. Are we talking Green Bay? Well, who sings a song like Let the Body Sit the Floor? That seems like one Let that would go. Uh, isn't that Paranoia? Is that the name of the band? Hold on. I'm going to. I am it. asking you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Drowning Pool. Okay. What? Wait. Okay. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 844 Um uh, Sadler, Pat McAfee, show chimes in. It says, Jordan Love listens to the Wiggles before a game. <laughs> I don't Master know. Mashed potato, mashed potato. <laughs> please go on. More, more, please. Your children did not watch this show? No, I don't know this oh one. Oh, my God. I grew up on this show. Ryan, do you know who the Wiggles are? You for sure do. I have no clue what you're talking oh about. Oh, my gosh. They were like an Australian... <laughs> <laughs> My kids' Australian show is Bluey right now. They're, or New Zealand, they are. Okay, so, so it was like these Austra- four Australian guys. I think it was on Disney Channel. One was wearing blue, one wore yellow, one wore red, one wore like whatever color. Mm-hmm. Four or five guys, I don't know. But like their songs were just like goofy. So it was literally like mashed banana, mashed banana, mashed banana. Yeah! <laughs> Dora, or there was Dorothy the Dinosaur. Okay. Look it up. Look it up. This so is what Jordan Love listens to. <laughs> Why you Make sense? I think we've solved the problem about Jordan Love. Someone's got to get into his playlist. Because this ain't it. <laughs> this is not going to set you up for success. Uh, this is kind of how he plays, though. Like, if you yeah. listen to the music. All right, wrong answers only. 844-770-3776. What does Jordan Love listen to in his headphones before games because uh, it needs to change. Uh, maybe he just needs to go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and listen to those slots go cha-ching, cha-ching, over and over again because that's where winners go. Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison, go be a winner and go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.